0: Settle back here for a couple of hours of Kelly and Company. Thanks for being here. Kelly McDonald, here at the Home Studio in London, Ontario. And if you want to reach out to the program, got a few ways you can do that on Twitter at AMI-audio. You may want to follow along to see what's happening on the program from segment to segment. You may have a question for AMI-audio. Just uh, go up there on Twitter, handle at AMI-audio. Give us a call. 1-866-509-4545. Mentions for Kelly and Company. And if you don't mind, give us permission to use your message on the air. Otherwise, we certainly won't. If you just want to ask a question, maybe want to relay something to us to to put out over the air, or just uh, for us to know some background, especially since we're always full of questions here. 1-866-509-4545 is the number. Feedback at AMI.ca. You may have a question about Accessible Media Inc., AMI Tele, AMI TV, or AMI Audio. Feedback at AMI.ca. And the gang over there at Communications and Marketing, they can help you out with that. Well, on Mondays, as we begin our week of programming, it's always fun to welcome in Michael Babcock, and he joins us to talk all things tech on the program.
1: It's time for Talking Tech with Michael, bringing you a shot of technology news to get your week going with sprinkles of assistive technology. Michael, welcome back. How are you today?
0: I am doing great, Kelly, and yourself? Uh, It's an excellent start to a Monday. Always a good lineup with you guys roaring in on the program here. So much information. And you know what they say. This is one of those balanced shows with a lot of variety and variety, best spice of life, right? Do you know how difficult it is for me not to take over the
1: sports segment and share some NASCAR news that happened yesterday? So hopefully Brock will do it, because I'm, I I realize that Brock is, is right after technology, and I am not a huge sports fan. Uh, but there was a blind individual, and she got to go ride with a NASCAR driver yesterday
0: and then did an interview afterwards. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I, watched, yeah. I watched a good part of the race, but did not notice that. My goodness. So when you say rode along, what did she just go for a ride before? beforehand or, and then talk about it after?
1: So I did not watch the segment. Uh, she's a, a
0: an associate. I almost said
1: a friend, but, you know, I've got to use that word friend lightly. But uh, she's an associate of mine. Her and I uh, hang out in a couple of different environments, and they talked about it a lot yesterday. And uh, I believe she went on a ride-along. But the more important and exciting news is she has a documentary that's going to be released in a four-part series on YouTube uh, that I believe is produced by NASCAR. So uh, just just Google Colby ride-along NASCAR. Uh, Kolby, and you should be able to find it from yesterday.
0: Okay, pal. Thanks a lot. Very nice. Congratulations to to her and the experience and the podcast. And uh, really nice to see NASCAR getting so involved in so many different areas, supporting whether it's uh, minorities out there, the 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 environment, uh, as well as persons with disabilities. So absolutely tremendous, and and you see them now getting to be everywhere. Um, yes. A highly requested app is now on the Blind Shell 2, the classic 2 version. What is the app, first of all? Okay, so
1: first of all, this app may or may not set off devices around you. I'll do my best to use short term, and that might give you a hint. So the A-Lady or man is available on your Blindshell Classic 2 uh, as an application that you can install to the phone. So let me preface this with, you don't have to use it because it's there, but it is available on the device, and as of last Monday, uh, people can use it. It in order to control their other smart home devices and listen to content. If uh, something you are looking to listen to isn't available in the internet radio database, it is now available, especially if you can use ALEXA.
0: Okay. I know from setting things up on my Sonos, sometimes there's the, the, people got to use the app and there may be something a little trickery with some of the uh, assistants to do so. Uh, how hard is it to set this app up?
1: so as long as you know and this is the key for for anything as long as you know your amazon username and password it's not as difficult as it is to set up other devices there are a couple of caveats i have what's called two-factor authentication enabled on my amazon account and right now i personally am unable to select the next button after i enter the code I have heard other people who have not had problems with that. So that's something to be aware of. But what's more likely is if you don't have two-factor authentication enabled on your account and you sign in from a new device, it's going to tell you, hey, go check your email and click the link that we sent you. No need to panic. I've worked with a couple of people who... Uh, when they see this message start to panic, but all they're doing is Amazon is ensuring that it's actually you signing into the app because it is a different experience. Maybe you've never signed into an Amazon app on an Android-based device in the past. So uh, all you need to do is go open your email. You can do it from the blind shell phone if your email is set up or from a computer, and you'll receive an email from Amazon. All you need to do is open that email. There'll be a single link in that email, and you just click Click that link and it will let you you sign in. Next time you open the Amazon ALEXA app on the blind show, you'll be signed in and ready to
0: go. Okay. Excellent. Good tips on that one. Uh, Anything else to be aware of when setting it up?
1: Yeah, so you might believe that it should work hands-free if you know you just pick up your phone. You should be able to say A-L-E-X-A. That is not the case. You do need to open the Amazon A-Lady app in order to be able to open it or to use it. So once the app is opened itself, then you can just shout out into the air, a person what's the weather like or a person play AMI audio and it will start working but just be conscientious of the fact that it needs to be open. And then one other thing is if you have multiple... Amazon devices in your home, I have noticed that sometimes, and, and hopefully they'll get it worked out, sometimes focus is put on the word A-L-E-X-A in the blind shell classic too. And so your other devices hear that. So if you say a person, then it hears, it, it can be an, an interesting loop that I hope they'll work out. But <laughs> your other devices are hearing your blind shell say its name and then it's waiting for a command. So just be conscientious of that. What I tell people is, is you know, don't be too close to your other other Echo devices when you're using your blind shell phone. Uh, and and if you are, why are you using your blind shell phone and not that other Echo device that's sitting
0: right next to you? So good, good for point. out and about and to manage your accounts. Okay, sounds awesome. That's amazing. Let's move over to Microsoft Edge because there's some accessibility improvements. Now, what can users expect? Yeah, so users
1: in the developer branch, and this will be trickling out to other versions, will now have the ability to have Narrator announce the word banner on links that say learn more because this is often visually represented as a banner. Um, And so that's one of the features that they're doing. There's also been some performance improvements with Narrator and other access technology in Edge. Uh, There's a... Uh, optimized read-aloud feature in Android, which means that it's going to be more of a a streamlined process for using the read-aloud to have have Android read pages to you. And there's, uh, not accessibility related, but improved share support on uh, Android when you're using Microsoft Edge. According to recent figures, I found this to be very interesting, Edge has a uh, 10.64% market share, but of course it's still a distance way behind uh, Google Chrome, but it's, it's picking up market share. So I'm glad to see that Microsoft is working on accessibility with both their screen
0: reader narrator and with the third party screen readers as well. If we don't have access to these particular improvements, what, what might we need to do in it to gain access to them?
1: So you may need to go into your Edge uh, uh, About section and choose that you want to receive beta or development releases. And that's one way you can do it. Or another way you can do it is um, if you are in the Insider build with Windows, you can get those updates as well. Lastly, you don't have to worry about updating because you're not getting these features. These features will at some point roll out to all users using Edge.
0: Okay. Okay. Sounds awesome. That's great. So a new series of podcasts is out to teach people about Lisi. What podcast is this and what can we expect from it?
1: I feel like there's a couple of topics I talk a lot about, but it's because I'm learning more about each of these things. And as I learn more, I'm, I'm like, you know, I wish someone would have shared that with me. So yeah. I'm here to share that. Well, well with that's with what we listeners.
0: get the benefit of, all that knowledge, all that experimentation <laughs> and your need to share.
1: Exactly. So for those who don't remember, Lisey is scripts that you can pay for to add on to JAWS that give you additional functionality. Uh, Lisey Bite is the name of the new podcast. They're produced by Brian Harchin who wrote the JAWS scripts and he goes through and shows you how to use all these features and what you can do with Lisey, which is amazing for someone who bought the program with the intention of, Oh, I'm going to use this feature and this feature. And now I'm like, Oh, there's a lot more that I could be using with this. So thank you, Brian. Uh, Again, it's the Lisi Byte, and you can find it in your favorite podcast app or tell the A device that you're talking
0: to. Okay, fantastic. All right. Well, an event is happening on Friday the 19th about using Lisi. Who's putting it on and what can we expect to learn? Certainly. So the person who is putting this on that's happening this
1: Friday is going to be uh, put on by David Goldfield. And he's going to go in and show you about how you can have an introduction to Lisi and how to use Lisi to easily select, copy, cut and paste text. Uh, cause one of the added features is you can put place markers in and then select text between those place markers. And that is so nice. It sounds like a little thing, but it helps me with my productivity. And I just reset this computer and didn't have Lisey installed and w- felt like I was missing something. So check that out, especially if you want to become more productive with copying and pasting. That's this Friday,
0: uh, from David Gold- Goldfield. Awesome. Okay. What, um, what is one of the Lisey tools you're using? Oh, I had to I had to put one here, but I
1: have to say two of them. So, okay. of course, the well, I guess three. The selection feature, because that makes it super easy. Uh, you can also do a search from anywhere in your computer just by pressing the Lisey key and then Control-Shift-S. And I can do a Google search or an Amazon search. And instead of it taking me to those search result pages where I have to skip through all the ads, it just gives me the list of the search results, and I can press Enter to open that actual result. And then the last feature that I'm using is Lisey Clips. So you can have text that you may want to use in the future and save that on your computer. It'll say, and then uh, it'll save across restarts. And then all you have to do is press the Lisi key related to the F1 through 12 key that you want to use. And then it'll paste in that contents for
0: you. Fantastic. OK, sir, we got a couple of minutes. So let's jump into WordPress Accessibility Day, which happens in uh, November. What will be discussed at this day?
1: So on November 2nd, uh, there will be 24 hours of discussion about using WordPress with accessibility both on the admin side as well as on the front-facing side uh, to help individuals who are developing with WordPress uh, produce a more accessible experience for their visitors. And so I'm glad they're devoting 24 hours
0: to sharing WordPress accessibility. The team is looking for some speakers who might... The, might they want to come and talk about and what subjects will they want coverage on?
1: Yeah, so they're looking for both people in the accessibility arena as well as individuals who may not be directly associated with accessibility uh, to talk about some of the things that they're trying to do or that they struggle with doing when when providing a more accessible experience to both their admins and their end users because that discussion sometimes just needs to happen in order to make some um, huge changes.
0: Okay, what's your uh, experience with using WordPress?
1: Demasi and I are both very fond of using WordPress. It is, in my opinion, one of, the, though it has its own struggles, one of the best build or website building tools out there. And it's very uh, flexible and able to be tailored to what needs you have. And of course, as I said, there are some accessibility challenges. If you're using a screen reader, I recommend disabling virtual viewer or browse mode for JAWS or NVDA users. And then just actually listen to the help text that's available, which is something I sometimes forget to do and use your tab key instead of your arrow keys to navigate through the editor. But for the most part, very accessible. And it's what all the websites I work on is built on.
0: Michael, awesome. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Likewise, Kelly, you have a beautiful rest of your show. Thank you, sir. Join us next Monday for a Tech Talk with Michael Babcock. In just a moment on the program, Brock Richardson of The Neutral Zone, he's host and producer of the show, is here for our weekly sports update. Stand by. We'll be back momentarily.